Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Rhea, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Radio Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello, my friends, and welcome. You are listening to Your Life Now Radio Show. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for joining us, whether you are listening to the show live or archive. I do appreciate each one of you guys. Thank you so much for supporting the show as well. And uh, make sure you follow the show for up-to-date information. And uh, we're kicking out here a brand new season with great guests lined up for you guys as always. So I'm glad to be back here after a little break in the summer and uh, be live here on the air with you guys. Just a quick reminder, I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional coaching and training company. On this show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our everyday life on a personal as well as a professional level. On this show, we have experts that come on the show and share a lot of great information and tips with you. So just wanted to let you know, the show is intended to be for information purpose and thought-provoking. All the guests that come on the show are experts in their field, and you are welcome to contact them directly from the information I provide on the show page, or you can contact me by visiting my website at www.yourlifenow.info. Again, that's www. Dot your life now dot info. So before we bring on our guest for today, I just like to set my intention as always. My intention of hosting this show is to inspire you. I like to inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you desire. It's really all up to you. So all I ask of you on this show is to have an open mind and open heart. Take what is useful for you and question everything. It's your life, so why don't you live it your way? We're going to take a short break, and we will bring on our guest for today. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to Your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thanks again for joining us. Whether you are listening to the show live or archive, I do appreciate each one of you. So just a quick reminder, the show will be archived the minute we go off the air. So it's available for you to download, to listen to it again right here on this link. Or you can also go to iTunes in the podcast section and also listen there or download it as well as the Stitcher app. So if you have the Stitcher app for your smartphone, you can listen to the show, all the episodes available right there on the Stitcher app. 
we have a great guest for you guys today and I am really grateful that, and honored to have her on my show and uh, we are featuring her on the show and uh, let me tell you our guest Lori Ukel she knows a thing or two about life challenges and I know on the show here we talk a lot about you know how life throw things at us and how we actually react to them or how we deal with them can make a huge difference in our life she also believes faith in the first step is all you need the rest of the staircase does not matter is so true. Lori fell into addiction and found herself lost. At the young age of 18 years old, she checked herself in treatment for alcohol and drugs and completed a total of nine months inpatient treatment. Lori began to volunteer. She became part of a society in a healthy way. But her life challenges were bigger than life itself. She lost a child. Her home went for foreclosure. She filed for bankruptcy. Her marriage to an affair had been dissolved. She realized that her insides no longer match her outside. Weighing over 200 pounds, she reached out for help. But Lori decided to take the first step herself and to take that step in faith toward the life she wanted to live. She hired a personal trainer and began working on herself again through the dedication, the drive, and the determination. She rose herself and her determination to raise her two beautiful children as healthy as possible. While staying single, Lori lost over 70 pounds and gained sponsorships for running while attaining over 37 road races and continuing her fitness goal into bodybuilding. Lori believes that faith without works is dead and that is by showing the world that anything is possible. There is no reason to give up on yourself or your dreams. Today, Lori is working on her first bodybuilding competition as well as following her lifelong dream as a motivational speaker. I am so happy to have you here, Lori. Welcome, my friends. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. What an amazing story. What an amazing accomplishment. I am really honored to have you, Lori. Thank you, honey, for being here. I'm honored. Thanks, Ray. It's awesome to be on. <laughs> Well, you know what? Life, I always say this, two, two things, you know, that is for sure it's always, you know, going on. Life always happening, right? And life can throw a lot of different things at us. And, and if we have the strength within us, like you said, having that faith to take that first step, you can decide whether you react to what's happening in your life or deal with it in the best way possible, you know, and obviously you are here to tell the world that anything is possible. So for that, you know, I I I, um, I respect you, and I really wanted to tell our listeners again. You know, this show is really intended for thought-provoking and information purpose. You know, you gotta seek your professional, you know, help if you need help. 
Um, Lori is here to share her inspiring story and hopefully to motivate you and to inspire you to step out of your comfort zone, to step out of the, the victim mentality and move forward your life with the attitude that you can. And with, with that faith in mind, you can change your circumstances. So, Lori, is there anything else that you'd like our listener to know about Lori that I did not mention? Well, you you covered a, a slew of stuff. Oh, my goodness, right? <laughs> but the, I guess another thing that I did want to include is that um, while I was growing up, I also had a horrible childhood. And so I... It's, I think it's important for the audience to also realize that so that, you know, somebody may be able to connect in a different respect. So it wasn't just that I jumped right into addiction, right? I mean, I really, I was really brought up into, in a quite a crazy childhood, and so it obviously ended me up into inpatient treatment. Well, you know, the truth is, Laurie, and, and that's a somebody, you know, I mean, I, you know, it's, it's a fact, right, that behind every situation there's a cause, right? There's a cause and effect. And the effect of you being, you know, uh, addicted to drugs or alcohol, whatever, you know, because obviously what you just mentioned, it, it's the, the environment that you were living in at the age of 18. I mean, you know, you're still a child, for God's sake. I mean, yes, legally, you know, you, you enter the adulthood, but 18. You know, I mean, so you have to have gone through so much pain and suffering in your life to to fall victim of of uh, of drugs and alcohol, whatever it is that you know um, that was going on in your life right now. But when you checked yourself, you know, for for treatment, for inpatient treatment, and you did those nine months, what was going on in your mind? What was it that drove you to wanted to do that? Let's ask you this. Let's start from there. Well, really, it came down to the simple fact that I was lost. I mean, I was, it, it wasn't a, you know, I, for me, it was a pretty big revelation, and it came pretty hard and heavy, actually one day. But it was all of the events, obviously, leading up to it. But I was in a, in a, in a misery that I'd never experienced. You know, I, I had been kicked out of, families, I'd been kicked out of crack houses, I'd been in jail, I'd been, you know, I tra- when I was younger in school, I tried sports, you know, I tried to fit in in all different venues, even when I was out using drugs, I tried different different groups of individuals to try to fit in, and, and I never, ever fit in, so the misery that I felt when I checked myself into treatment was something un- even unknown to myself, so I was in, and even, you know, in this place, I had no idea where to go or what to do. And did you have somebody actually, you know, help you at all, like, to check yourself in, or did you just do it yourself? You went on and just said, you know what? When it actually, when it had occurred, I was actually pretty much, everybody had excluded me from their lives, and rightfully so. There was no reason to have a person of my nature in their lives. So I really had to make a decision on my own based off of, the only the very little knowledge that I had, I the only thing that I had growing up that helped me to know that there was a different way to live was my grandmother and the way her life was so stable and the loyalty that she had um, being a farm wife and to her family. So if it were not for my grandmother, I don't know if I would have even you know checked myself into treatment. I may have just kept going, and who knows how long you know what would have happened? Prisons, jails, or death. So it. it it was more or less a, you know, a, a conscious decision of mine, 
and I asked my um, my father was visiting for Easter, and I asked my father if he would drive me to treatment because at this point I had no way to get there, and so my father and my brother and my sister actually went and that's when I checked into detox and treatment. So. Well, you know, I mean, obviously, I we we um, we thank your grandmother for being there, and she was your guiding angel at that time, you know, to to really, you know, because I mean, we always need, you know, I mean, when when someone at that uh, place in their life, you know, it's 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 refreshing to know there's somebody that you can go to that can help you or actually direct you to places that you can help yourself. So you went through the treatment, and then you went back into your life, and you fell victim again of your circumstances. What would happen? What happened then? Well, well, really, actually, I'm going to just kind of back up just a little bit, Ray, and I'm, I want to touch base. I didn't, I did not go back to the life that I had. I actually, uh, when I was in treatment, they they suggested that I relocate and completely start over somewhere that I had no idea. You know, I didn't have old playmates, playgrounds, and and you, you it's really important to start over fresh from where I was when I was. 18 and younger. So I took their recommendation and I moved over to southwestern Minnesota. And from there I began a new life. And that's where I believe I my roots really started growing and I learned how to live life differently. And the the events that you speak of and also that are shared on my page and on your page is you know it, it comes down to a the simple fact that I became complacent in my life. I became complacent in my recovery and in my life. So I don't want to say that I became a victim of the life events itself. It was actually, you know, my own actions that led up to it. And so because I didn't take care of Lori, I ended up getting lost again. And so in retrospect, then all of these life events occurred. I love what you just said because uh, this is something that I always, always mention, taking full responsibility, and you said it. It was your action. It was you who brought you to where you were and where you are now. You know, it's amazing. You know, when we take that responsibility, that 100% responsibility, that nothing happens in our life without our permission for it to happen and us being contributing into it, you know, it's, it's you know, I mean, of course, there's an influences, you know, there's the environment that you live in, there's all the beliefs that you have and all the stuff could affect, obviously, a lot of these things, but I love what you said. So thank you for pointing that out because, I mean, obviously in order for us to change our circumstances, we first need to take responsibility for what it is and then just start saying, okay, so what is it that I want? And I think that's what you you said, right? Correct, yeah. And, the you know, the really important thing that I, I also need to point out is that when life events do occur, you can't become victim to them or become a victim yourself. That's where we get stuck. That's where I got right. stuck. You know, and right. I, it, woe is me, you know, poor me. And, um, you know, that's really uh, one of the things I learned in recovery was uh, it's a simple statement, actually, for people that are of the alcoholic type. And it's, it's, it, it sticks with me because it, it's somebody who I never, ever want to see be. I never want anybody to see that that person in me if she's there. Um, and it's 
pour me, pour me, pour me a drink, right? And so I can't, it's not, it's so important for me to remember that it's that first, it would be that first drink that would set me off, you know? And so it, that's where the poor me comes in, right? The poor me's are only going to take me to that level. And I, I, for my children, I hope to never, ever be at that level again. So let me ask you this, because this is something, you know, that, yeah, I mean, obviously, when you go through the, the, the experience that you've gone through, you understand. But if somebody who, you know, obviously like myself, who has not been in that experience, let me ask you this really important question that I hope our listeners really pay attention here. Why do you think your treatment worked for you? Because, you know, we hear people all the time checking themselves into treatment, and they go back into the same crap all over again. And, you know, and they blame it on whatever. But you decided, beside, you know, the other things that happened in your life with, you know, with, with uh, um, your, ex, your ex-husband cheating on you, your, you know, the, the, the financial difficulties that you went to, the baby that you lost, all these things that happened to you. You know, but what, why did it work? Why did it work? Why do you think your treatment worked? Well, in all honesty, and I'm not, you know, I sometimes answering a question such as this nature is real touching, right? Because you don't, you know, I don't, you could, there's really no. You don't really have to no like really say anything you that you're not comfortable with. I, I want to make sure. Right. No, you're no, not no, but I'm just saying, I, right, but I mean, to go back upon like facts or people's beliefs or this, that, and the other, you know, everybody's different and entitled to their own opinions. And so sure. for myself, it's. Really, in all honesty, why I believe the things that work in my life is because I'm sick of being, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Oh, so I, nice. Okay. I mean, that's, that's literally how, that's how I operate today. I still, mm-hmm. I operate 24-7 off of that. I've, and it's, <laughs> and if you follow my story now, my story is like evolving and it, there's such amazing and wonderful things happening in my life. And the only reason they're happening is because I'm sick and tired of feeling the way that I feel when I wake up in the morning. So I consciously make this decision now every day, either I'm going to live life to the fullest or or what am I doing? Right, right. So you said something when I was reading, you know, um, about you. You know, you said, you know, when you when finally you, you realize your outside does not match your inside or vice versa. What, can you elaborate what does that mean? Like, what was that to you? Like, what, what, what was, you know, that was outside versus inside? Because, you know, it, it's, it's a huge thing, you know, that we need to point out here. Right. Uh, this kind of goes back to something that I learned back in the, in the time that I was uh, in treatment and in the beginning of my recovery. And, and one of the things that I was taught was, Affirmations are very important, mm-hmm. and self loving loving oneself is very very important. And the one way that they had taught me to do so was to uh, was to get in front of a mirror, and to, and and in order to stand in front of that mirror to look into my eyes and to know that I love the person I'm looking at. And so when when I'm in a certain position in my life. You know, if I can't do that, I know that I have work to be had, right? There's things that need to be done. And so when I speak today of my insides not matching my outsides, literally in 2007 and 2008, I could not look in a mirror. I mean, I, can't, I can tell you I had, I had barely any clothes. 
I didn't have, you know, anything that I had of mine was old and raggedy. It wasn't, I did not take care of myself because I was, I did not like who I see or who I saw in the mirror. So I did not, I didn't match, my soul did not match any, any piece of myself, whether it was inside or outside. I mean, I had to obviously start on the inside as well as working on the outside at the same time. So that at now that I'm at a point where I can say that they honestly match. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously we need to always constantly revisit all these things. You know, I mean, I, I practice them myself. I point them out, you know, a lot of time, you know, you got to take a look, you know, and see what's going on and why is that, you know, it's not there. Why is the match is not there? You know, sometimes, you know, you're, you're, of course, your outside is a reflection of your inside. So if you're not feeling good about yourself, you're not feeling good about how you look and everything, your, your outside world is going to show. And you're going to see right. it in the mirror and everybody else is going to see it through your eyes because that's how you see yourself. So the rest of the world see you that way. So you, you made that leap and you made that change and you just realized, you know what, there's more into Lori, the beautiful, the, the amazing person that you are right now. So when that person came out, what was the first thing did you, you know, like notice? Like what, what would spark your, you know, like your eyes? What made you feel so good? What was the first thing that made you feel really good? After all, the that, things that we're hmm? that's a good that's a good question. I um I don't I don't not quite sure I've ever been asked that one. I I've I'd have to actually say I think, you know, through the after all the turmoil in two thousand and eight actually occurred, I I don't believe it was until a few years later, and I was running a race. Um, I believe it was in uh, Texas in Austin, Texas, and I was running a race, and I was running with these two women, amazing athletes, amazing. I mean, I always looked up to the, the, the people that could run and the speed they had and their agility and their endurance, and they just, man, they just bring home places, and they'd just be able to run a race at a speed that I always loved. And anyways, these are the people that I would, I would tuck myself under, and I was running with these two, two wonderful ladies at this race. And I turned the corner and this other woman was a, was in uh, she was watching the race she was an onlooker and she says she just screamed out loud she's like oh my god i want your body and i'm like what like i was I, at first i was like a little off, thrown off and then i found her later and she says your physique and just the way you hold yourself is so awesome she's like how did you do that and i said well, that's kind of funny because i haven't always looked like this <laughs> and so it wasn't until that comment was made and others other individuals started actually noticing it on the outside that I started taking a deeper look at what was occurring. I think up until that point, I was really just trying to turn my life around and stay sober one. Keep moving and without, yeah, without stopping. Yeah, for, right, right for, for the children. You know, I really, I did a lot of stuff for my kids. I didn't want them to go through anything that I did when I was younger. And so I really just kept putting my foot in front of the other, and it started working. You know, I just did what you I knew best. You were busy. Yeah, you were busy being a role model. Or, well, I was trying to be mom. <laughs> I was trying to be well, mom. Being a role model for your now. kids. I mean, that's the, that's, the, that's the start right there. I mean, there's no doubt about that. So now, have you ever, like, rewarded yourself after going through this? Like, what if, if you could tell me of something that you just said, oh, my God, I, you know, you know, people say, tab myself on the shoulder. I'm so great. But did you do something really incredible for yourself, like or at least something that made you feel like 
as a reward for all the effort that you had put in there to change your life and turn it around? So at first, my my rewards were actually, this is going to sound kind of sick, but my rewards at first were really signing up for more races. <laughs> as oh, I continued like, to lose... Actually, no, those are great. Yeah, go ahead. So as I, right, and as I continued to lose weight, and as I continued to get faster in running, I would actually schedule races and or like little mini vacations. And so the children would spend time with their father, and I actually stayed in the area for that so that they could have that relationship. And that left me alone a lot. And so what I did was I would continue to schedule races or, right. or mini vacations. And I would take, them, take trips with friends or I would take trips with other sponsored athletes. Or, you know, that was, that was those rewards back then. But lately, leading up to today, you know, the past year and a half, I've worked really hard on my physique and also with the competition. And so today it's been photo shoots. I was actually in uh, in June. I flew myself out to Colorado, and I scheduled a photo session with a pretty, you know, famous photographer for fitness models. And I just went and pretended I was a fitness model, <laughs> and, I, and I took photos, and it worked. And so that's where I'm at today. So that's how I reward myself. You know, let me tell you, for people who have not, you know, seen the photos, of course, you can go on the, on, the, on the show page and see some of the photos that I've shared on the show page, but you can also go to uh, Lori's website. It's LoriJUKEL, right, .com, your website? Yep, that's correct. Yeah, yep. and then you can yep. see all the stuff that you, you know, you posted there. Amazing, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful photos. And very inspiring. I mean, it, it, the, the thing about you, Laurie, what made me really, you know, um, be compelled to, like, wanted to share your story here on the air is, you know, you realize what was going on. You n- not realize what's going on. It's like you took responsibility for what was going on, and you just said, you know what, enough is enough. Let me start doing something to change some of this stuff, to get rid of some of these things, because I deserve more. I deserve to live a better life. And you know what? With your dedication and your determination and taking that first step in faith, obviously, you kept on moving, and you took another step and another step. And without, you know, worrying about where that step's going to come in, because you're just moving forward. I mean, that's, that's the truth about life. I mean, life is constantly moving. The, the, the question to ask, are you moving forward or are you moving backward? But you are moving forward and you continue to move forward, and that's really inspiring. So I really hope people take a lot out of this, and I know they will. Um, so now let me, let me uh, um, ask you another question. You know, I mean, that's what we do with interview. So we ask a lot of questions. When you took that step in faith, were you, like, worrying about what was going to happen? You know, how will you be taken? How would people perceive you? Was that, like, something on your mind? Um, it could be no. You know, as I, you know, as I, move, as I move forward in life, uh, you know, the, when I was growing up, when I was, when I was growing up and what I was taught is that every, you always make everybody around yourself happy. That's just, that's just how it's supposed to be. Everybody around you is supposed to be happy, no matter what. Never, ever upset anybody. That's, that's how I grew up. I grew up a people pleaser and always making sure that everybody near me, around me, or anybody that touched me was happy. So that was ingrained in me. 
And for years, I had to actually battle that to take, start taking care of myself. So that was a battle within. And today, honestly, I don't care who likes me or doesn't like me because if you don't like me, that's okay. It's not, it's not a bad thing. We all have our own opinions. But when I took that first step in faith, it wasn't, and to, and to continue on branding myself, it wasn't about are they going to like me or not. It's about my God and I, my higher power and I, we connect. And I, I know that I've been through the thick and the thin, and I probably still have more to go through, but I also know that I have a lot of inspiration to be given, and it's always been a dream. So I just took that, I took the faith. I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't question it. I don't question it. It's not, that's not what it's about. Not questioning. I love that. So just keep that in mind, everybody, you know, because when you question things, you create doubt. And when you have doubt, you stop dead in your place. You can't move forward at that point because you're not sure. And you know what? There is no guarantee in life. The only thing is guarantee is you taking that physical action step forward and just saying, you know what? Right now, I am willing and able and capable of taking that first step. And that's what Lori has done. We're going to take a short break. Um, and when we come back, we're going to continue with Lori and uh, get some of, you know, share with you some of her achievements and also, you know, what other people are saying about Lori. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. by David Jean-Baptiste, the author of How to Be Happy. In this short yet powerful book, David shares very simple techniques on how to relax your mind and body to achieve happiness in your life. He shows you how to free your intention and how to connect your mind and body to achieve a deep sense of fulfillment from within. So make sure you check out David's book at www.thewellnessclarinet.com. That's again www.thewellnessclarinet.com. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Today we are kicking uh, a new season, and we took a little break in the summer. I, I shared a lot of shows with you, but we are back, and we're back strong with great guests lining up for you, starting with today's guest, Lori Ukel. And Lori had 
a lot of challenges in her life, and she overcame those challenges, and she's here to tell her story and to share her inspiring story for changes, for positive changes. So, you know, we always talk here on the show um, with the intention is to inspire you to make some positive changes in your life, and my guest, Lori, she is doing that today. So thank you for being here again, Lori. You are welcome. Well, you know, I'm, I, if you don't mind, I'm going to go through some of the, um, the achievements that you have um, accomplished, just, you know, thus far, you know, so far. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so you recovered from addiction, okay, and, uh, and without having had change in your life completely around, like, you know, 360 degrees, you really did it, Okay. And uh, um, you also, you know, being the best parents, you know, to you for your two children, um, and and you really believe without good parenting in this world, our generation die, become sicker, or the world won't change. It will begin in our home, heart, and life around us. And this is your word, I quote. So you know, that's a great accomplishment. Accomplishment. And also, you dropped over seventy pounds you know, and body fat, and you created a healthy lifestyle through fitness, nutrition, and uh, um, sponsoring, you know, you you got all these sponsorship, you know, um, that you're doing, running sponsorship, and now uh, you are going to be competing in bodybuilding competition, and it's just the work that you've done. I mean, these are a lot of great accomplishments, so I applaud you for that, you know, I mean, bravo to you you know, for accomplishing these things, and you continue to accomplish more. And so, you know, like, what is it like? You know, I mean, obviously, you know, losing weight, people just like, oh, my God, you know, I mean, we didn't talk about this before the break. What was it like to see yourself as a different person? I mean, 70 pounds, that's like a totally different, you know, person. You know, in all honesty, when I look at the pictures, I don't even know who it is. You know, I don't. I I had a situ- I just had a situation just the other day that I had to deal with that was from actually um, 2007, mm-hmm. and I I had to call my ex-husband to ask him actually what happened. So I I really don't even remember that person. I I, uh-huh. I don't know if I've I don't know if I've completely blocked her out, but um, I'm I've moved on. I mean that that person's gone, and and she was and I speak of it in a third you know, in a third person, because that was not who I was. You know, I allowed myself to get there for a reason, obviously, right? And I had, to, I had to visit it, and I know that I was miserable. And so I don't want to be there. I want to be in the moment. I want to be able to remember this moment tomorrow and forever, you know, and not, I don't want to be in the misery where I want to forget it. And I think for myself and from different areas in my life, I've done that. And I also know that there's other moments that I've, you know, I can recall from the time I woke up to the time I went to bed, you know, per mm-hmm. se when I had my children, you know. So that's, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't somewhere I'd, I'd ever want to be. And I hope, you know, that others that are there know that they don't have to stay there. You know, there is a way out. Mm, yeah. Well, that's, that's the key. I mean, you know, the, the thing is when we feel stuck, when we realized we were defeated and uh, there is no other options, you know, most likely people like this would not, you know, survive their 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 um, circumstances and what's going on in their life. But that wasn't Lori. That wasn't you. Um, right. So, 
now you're working on a lot of stuff, and, and we said, you know, at the beginning of the show, we, you are a featured guest on the show here, and uh, we like to feature some of the things that you're doing, and obviously, you know, you're involved in, in the modeling fit for fitness. You are also invited. I had the pleasure of meeting you through a great lady, Dr. Judy, with her platform magazine, and you were featured on the cover of a great magazine. Um, you were also, um, uh, you offer a lot of services and, in, in, uh, including, you know, motivational speaking and, uh, um, you do a lot of individual sessions too, to help inspire people, you know, whether in fitness, whatever. Can you tell us a little bit more about some of the things that you're doing right now to really get involved and make a difference in someone else's life? Sure. Well, you, you nailed it with the motivational speaking. I actually have a, I'm, I'm working in the area with a lot of wellness speaking as well at the corporations, different corporations, mm-hmm. different businesses. They're bringing in wellness speakers, and so that's something that I'm working around here in the Midwest. And then I also, like you mentioned, I'm working with the Platform Magazine, and with that one I'm the story director, and I also recruit for that magazine. Work, I work side-by-side uh, side with Judy, yes, and we met at the red carpet event. That was awesome. And that magazine is the reason why I, I choose to work with that magazine is because it involves inspirational individuals. That's all we that's all we feature, and so that's exactly what I want in my life. So I work with those, and then I also work on one on one basis. I don't work as a personal trainer or a group fitness instructor, but what I am working on and also working on certification is a lifetime coach so that I can work on a one-to-one basis with individuals and help them to change their lives around as well, just like I did. And I actually had done that for, I've done that for multiple years through the fellowship, but I, we never labeled it a lifetime coach. And so right. I'm doing that. And I also, one other thing that I ventured out on was the local YMCA here in town that I visit every day <laughs> no, um, asked me to be part of a team that's actually bringing on the Livestrong program. So I'm now going to get involved with cancer survivors, and I'm going to, my title is actually considered the engagement director. So I'm going to work with the cancer survivor themselves, as well as intertwine with their families and their caregivers, and help them to learn not only how important fitness and nutrition is in your life, but also how to integrate it into their lives as a lifestyle. My and, and for me, Ray, it's, it, and I believe for yourself, it's important to integrate a new lifestyle, but you can't just do it over overnight, you know. And I, I teach that to my children all the time. We don't listen to these commercials that say, you know, buy this product so you can lose weight in 30 days or, right. you know, sign up for this program for 30 days. I don't, I don't believe in that. I believe in if you're going to change your life, it's going to be slow, it's going to be a process, and, and it has to be something you're willing to put you know, 100% forth, right? And that if you can do it, if you're willing to do that and you are sick of being sick and tired, you can do it. And so I'm trying to integrate that into all areas of my life into different venues. What is what is Lori's um, long-term goal? My, my five-year long-term, 10-year long-term goal, well, other than I'm going to be writing a short book, and then I will continue on writing a, uh, my autobiography in a book, as well as different, um, different books and different topics 
one-offs on my life and probably helping empower women. But my long-term goal ultimately will be motivational speaking around the world so that I can help others to know that, one, life is for real, two, it really does kick your butt, and three, you can change it if you choose. I love what you just said. Life is real and it can kick you in the butt because that's true. Because we just take it for granted too, right? I mean, that's that's the other unfortunate thing because we don't realize, you know, how precious it is, you know, until things start to go, yeah. Right. And and I think, you know, earlier you had also asked me, you know, the question about faith and relying solely on that. We had an an incident happened last year, last August. We actually had to bury a member of our family, and she was 19 years old. And mm-hmm. it, was our, it was my cousin, um, the baby grandbaby for my grandmother. And um, as everybody knows, death is, death, is, death is hard, no matter what. And mm-hmm. so we, moving through that and the grieving process there, it really woke me up. And it made me realize that, you know, we lost Brittany, and Brittany was, she believed also to live her dreams. And so I, I made a decision, at, actually that weekend at her funeral and her wake, that I was going to put my all into everything to making my dreams come true. Will they, will they come true? I, I honestly don't know that answer. I don't think anybody does. But I do know that it works. I know that people out there have actually lived their dreams. They, but they've put their 200% of themselves into it as well, right? And so I made that decision then, and today I try to live that by just enjoying each moment. And that moment has to be precious because that's all we have. So with oh, losing her, great. I think it really pushed me over, you know. So That's beautiful what you said because uh, now that's all it is, you know. I mean, that, that, that's the only moment that you can guarantee um, and so if you can make the best of it and take that moment to the next and the next and the next, and you know, you can see things on, on, unveiling and, and becoming and, 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 and because, you know, you just like keep doing one little things at a time and it will, you know, like you said, whether all your dreams come true or they don't, at least, you know, you are doing everything that you can possibly to make them come true. With all your power, with all your intention, and with all your, you know, faith that you have in yourself. And as long as you keep those in mind, you know, I think everything is possible, like you said. And I love what you said. Everything, it truly is possible. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I, I, if you don't mind, I, I want to read a couple of the, the, the testimonies that people had said about you. And, and then the purpose of doing that is just to, to show you that there is a lot of people out there are, you know, they, they have gone through similar, you know, problem. And I, I know there's tons of people right now going through a lot of problem, whether people are listening right now or they, they know of somebody, you know, um, that is going through those problems. So try to help somebody out. Open their eyes. You know, let them know, you know, there is, uh, you know, a solution for anything. I, I believe, you know, I mean, one of the things that people ask me is like, what do you do? I say I provide solutions. That's what I do. So, you know, I mean, if, if you have what it takes and you have what it takes in your heart to want it to change your life, you can change it. So here's one, and I'm not going to name anybody here, but she said, in 2008, after finding myself in misery, discontent, discontentment, and the worst I felt in years, I knew I needed to change. Despite the fact I had been clean and sober for 13 years, I was still suffering. 
so many losses, including the loss of a baby, going through bankruptcy. Wait, no, that's yours. I'm sorry. I'm reading yours. I apologize. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, we're going to have to edit that one. So let's go back again here to one of the testimonies. Hey. Oh, my goodness. Okay, here we go. I have known Lori for over 10 years, and it has been a pleasure to see her grow. Her confidence, her sword, and her passion for fitness is undeniable. She is fabulous role model for all she touches, but most importantly to her children. Lori is dedicating her life to helping others, and I could not be more proud of the woman she has become. I am honored to know her and to be able to watch her ongoing journey. Thank you, Lori. Somebody else said, Lori is an inspiration to many. Her journey to compete in figure um, show um, brought back many memories. I remember when I was my first, um, when I first talked with her, how positive she was and still is. If she believes in something, then she will achieve it. You can feel the enthusiasm when she talks. She's an inspiration to those that are heavier and her journey shows that by losing a ton of weight and inches and body fat by eating clean and no diet or pills or pills, anyone can achieve their goals. You know, no fab, no shortcut. Basically, you know, you gotta be real. You gotta be realistic for yourself. You gotta be holding yourself accountable, and you have to be attainable. And these couple of the the, the testimony that people have said, and of course, if you go to her website, Lori J. Yukel. That's Y-O-K-I-E-L dot com. You'll be able to read more of the testimonial that people have said about Lori. And you know what, Lori? So what do you say to people, and we're going to close, uh, you know, in a few minutes here. What do you say to people who, like, look for shortcuts in life to fix things, like diets and crap like that, that I don't, I'm, I'm of course, I'm not a huge fan. No, I, <laughs> I actually... In all honesty, Ray, we can't, in the short time that I've been here on earth, there's not, there's nothing you can tell anybody that's going to change their mind if they want to do something. You cannot change the individual. So really what I do is I just kind of smile and be like, well, you know, here's my phone number, my email, my website. Call me if you want me to help you later on. Because, you know, there's nothing I can do. There's absolutely nothing I can do. You, this world is, it, in the world, people live off of quick fixes. That's how it is. I was one of them. I still am one of them. I still want quick fixes. And, right. But in all reality, anything that I've ever had that was a quick fix is gone and or tried to ruin my life. So I really, really, really try to take things that are going to come into my life slowly as a process and integrate them. And if my, my kids, oh, they laugh at the commercials or they laugh at the, you know, when we see advertisements. My daughter, she always points out the billboards and laughs at them. And it, there's nothing I can do to, te- to tell anybody. The only thing I can do is show them, and I have to continue that. Otherwise, there's no way they're going to hear me. Actions speak way louder than words. So can you, like, summarize to people, how did you actually get where you are right now? If you can summarize them in, like, you know, maybe three things. How did I get to where I was right now? Um, where, I, where you are right now. Right. I guess what I would say is, one, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Two, I've always, you know, I always try to keep a really strong faith, even if it's in the size of a mustard seed. And three, 
always believe and do the footwork. I mean, if I were to simplify it, that would be it. Those would be the three things. Take take the action. Take the action step moving forward. And so if right. you can, okay, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, some people say this is a cliche, you know, until you are in it, you don't understand it. But life doesn't throw anything at you that you can't handle. And if you can't handle it, then, you know, obviously, you, you know, you missed the boat, right? But life comes in and issues happen and challenges happen in, in our life because lessons need to be learned. So if you can, again, you know, um, share with us some of the lessons you needed to learn to get where you are right now, what would they be? Oh, boy. <laughs> that's what I'm going to write. You know, yeah, I mean, just take, 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 right. take a minute to think <laughs> about it. That's why I'm going to write a book. <laughs> because <laughs> You know, you can There's so, so many lessons. Well, you know, when, but as we were, but as we were, you know, talking and you were asking questions and I was sharing, you just some of the thoughts and the things that I kind of live by is what I probably would share with you right now is, you know, like one of them, you know, we, we woke up today, right? So we have something to do today. And do we know what it is? Probably not. But are we going to achieve it? Who knows, right? But you have to continue on. And in order to do that, why would you sit in misery when, you know, there's so much more out there, right? There's so many more options. Why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you try to smile and laugh today? Why do you have to always be in that horrible position? So I try to, that's one of the lessons that I've learned is I woke up today and there's a reason for it. I have to deal with what's ever in front of me. Whether I like it or not, it is what it is. Did I make the mess? Probably. I probably have something to do with it. So all I got to do is own it up and put a solution in front of it. Right? So that would be, that's one of the main things that I try to live today also, as well as, you know, there's always a solution to the problem. There's always a solution. Are you going to live in the problem or are you going to live in the solution? Oh, that's I up to you all. Oh. You know? <laughs> you, you're killing so, me with all these great stuff you're saying. That is so awesome. Are you going to live in the problem or are you going to live in the solution? So that's a choice you have to make. And, right. uh, um, and so that's, obviously, that would be, like, one of the best advice you can give. Our listeners, what would be, like, one of your best advice that you can give them? What would be the best advice I could give anybody is to, they need to learn to love themselves. That's the, if if there was anything that I could give anybody in this world, Ray, anything to anybody is themselves. And I honestly do not believe that maybe three quarters of this world realize how important they are. They just don't. They don't, and they are. Every, each and every single one of us are important. We each have a reason to be here. So, you know what's what, you know what's so funny, and I, of course I didn't come up with this thing. It's not my original. You know what the what the problem with self help? So the much problem? Yeah, it's so much help, but not much self. So you got to focus <laughs> on yourself. So. <laughs> there you I go. Have to say. But you know what? I'm going to take a little break because I wanted to find out. I have a couple of people in the switch, uh, switchboard, and I want to see if anybody wants to add anything before we close the show. And uh, so stay tuned, and I'll be right back with you, okay? Thanks, Ray. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments.
Okay, welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show, and we are talking with a great, inspiring featured guest, uh, Lori Ukel. And we have somebody on the air here who would like to say something, Lori. If you don't, if you don't mind, I'd like to bring them on. Is that okay? Sure. Okay, you are on the air, my friend. Go ahead. Good afternoon. So yeah, I just Hi. wanted to mention that uh, the short time that I've known Lori. She's been such a huge inspiration to my life and um, my everyday goals that I want to achieve. She's definitely helped me out tremendously. Oh, how how great is that? And 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 so, Lori, what do you you want to say something back? That's that's well, awesome that I'm able to touch your life like that. That's that's great. That's my goal. Okay. <laughs> that's my goal. That's great. Well, thank you so much for calling in. So I'm going to put you back on hold, my friends. And, Laurie, you know what? Obviously, you're making a huge impact and a huge difference in people's lives. So I do encourage you as a coach also to keep continuing on your journey and keep continuing being the positive person that you are. And, 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 and my friends, you know, it, you have what it takes to really help change in somebody else's life. And uh, so I hope you can continue on doing that. And again, just tell our listeners where they can find you and where they can learn more about you, please. Sure, yeah. Well, make sure everybody goes out and visits my website, which is, like we've mentioned before, Lori, L-O-R-I-J-Y-O-K-I-E-L.com. Okay, fantastic. And, of course, you know, we mentioned that Lori has provide, provides a lot of services, and stay tuned for more of Lori coming up here on the show um, later on. And uh, we will, not today, but later on down the road, we'll come up uh, with a new, you know, update because she's doing something, so she's going to come back and, and share some other stuff with us on the air. But until next time, my friend, I really do want to appreciate you, Lori, you know, for being here, for inspiring us, for inspire change in us. I mean, I think, you know, that's all we need to do is really take a close look at ourselves and and, and see what's going on in our life, take full responsibility for it, and then just say, you know what, enough is enough. Time to move forward in a positive way, in a healthy way, just the way you've done it. And it is possible for everybody. Any one more thing to say? Yes, before we we, uh, say goodbye for now. I, I, we, you've covered actually a lot. I'm just really honored to be able to share my story, and and you know, hopefully someday, maybe I can talk to the people that I've been able to inspire. Like it's really awesome to hear at least one person on that I'm able to, you know, that people can believe that this is real. It's not a joke. It's not. I mean, it really can happen. So. And you are living proof, you know, that things can be can be done. Things can be changed, and you know what? You want to be the change you want to see in your life, right? So it starts with you. And we you quoted go. a lot of things, you know, from Dr. Martin Luther King too. I, I quoted, you know, um, what I said here, um, which you, of course, you know, you um, you mentioned it yourself. Dr. Martin Luther King said, "Take that first step in faith. You don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step." So let me ask you this again. When you took that first step, was it difficult? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, all of them. Every single one of them, they were difficult. Okay, yes, they but were you know what? Very you difficult. It, and that's exactly what we're talking about. You took it with faith, and you continue on doing it, and you continue on moving forward. 
I thank you so much. And until next time, my friends, stay amazing, Lori. Take care, my friend. So now, my friends, you know, we wrap up the show. We have a great guest that had, you know, shared a lot of information with you. Again, you know, this is for information for purpose and also thought-provoking. I advise you to take what is, perf- you know, um, uh, what works for you, you know, process the information that you, you heard and see how it can apply to you and what you can do with it. But if you need help, seek help. Don't forget to do that. And one more, th- one more thing, you know, your life now, radio show, always looking for inspiring guests. For somebody, you know, for, for uh, uh, best-selling authors, for people who have stories to tell and they want to share that story with the world, please make sure you contact us at yourlifenow.info and let us know why you think, you know, your story is inspiring and why you like to be on the show. So until next time, my friends, stay amazing. And remember, everything is possible when you believe it is possible. So um, that's it for now. Take care. We had a great time. Bye-bye now. Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com, and you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea. Coach Rhea is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world.